you know what the fuck going on. You are now tuning to episode 81 of Not Politically Correct. And as you can probably tell, that nigga see Nova. He does not have us. He's not here with us today. He's uh, <laughs> apartment hunting in the... He's great... somebody's lord. Right. Landlord. <laughs> uh, he's apartment hunting in the great city of Houston 9. Um, so shout out to that, to, to that kid. But uh, you know what I'm saying? We back for episode 81. Uh, it's your boy, Rumacoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. It's your boy, Rumacoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Flash God, <laughs> a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Doped Up Danny, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. FBI Mike, a.k.a. Hip Hop Harry, a.k.a. Hallway Jones, because you bitch in a ringtone and she wants me to be it. All that good shit. Um, you can find me at, at Rumacoy KPZ, that's for Twitter, and I'm really not going to be on Instagram. You can also find me. At uh, Rue McCoy Rebel on the Snapchat. You feel me? Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. City Record and everything. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-mm. Rusty. AKA, AKA, AKA. Right. Russell. All right. Russell Barman. AKA, Smooth Fingers, AKA, Kid Universal, AKA, School Wars Q, AKA, The Progenitor, AKA, Russell Bus. Well, that was tight. That was damn near a spaceship. He is upgraded yeah, to a spaceship. Like, like, I was trying to do a Jetsons. Jetsons. <laughs> yeah. a Jetsons bus. Elroy. <laughs> this nigga done upgraded like a motherfucker. This is not off your normal car lot. Looking. <laughs> an where, where, where we're going, we don't need roads. Exactly. <laughs> Pause, maybe? Uh, um. Let's see. Where can you find me? Uh, at the Chatties Mars. and Snaps. <laughs> As Stadius Snapchatius and on IG at Candy Computer D T A N D I D underscore C P I Rock Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy diggy, and the monkey. Face ass, That's what I got to deal with every week, dude. Welcome back. Um, before we before we get into our guests this week, just just to let you know, you guys can um. You know, find us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at Not Politically Correct Podcast. You can like the page, which will, and someday help us probably because you know numbers at NPC Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Not PC Podcast, and anything that you can listen to shit on from SoundCloud to the podcast app to uh-uh. Spotify to Spreaker to Google Play, all of that shit. Just go ahead, search Not Politically Correct Podcast. You know, you can uh, interact with us. You can leave comments. You can uh, rate us. All of that good shit. And just tell us how shitty we are, how great we are, because either way, we don't give a fuck. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> but on a, on a, a more important note, we have. You've seen him in such films as Double O Ghetto and Max. What's that under Jack Boy? Ah, <laughs> real monsters. Uh, real monsters. <laughs> Zabumafu. He's the dude holding eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Zumamafu. <laughs> Jumanji. Did you say nah. Zabumafu? Yes, I did. I did. You said Jumanji? <laughs> the new ones, which weren't bad, by the way. Um, no, seriously, we got the fucking 5150 Grand Champ um, Underground, you know, Battle Champ himself in the building. Jay Million. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's your boy. 
Uh, Jay Milligan, the whole damn show, the illest in the game, the $6 million man, double O ghetto, the motherfucking live liar, uh, AKA Tony Two Toes, AKA Frankie fucking Four Fingers. Uh, I, I ain't got all that good AKA like y'all. That's about all I can I, think of right I now. I mean, low key, you, low key, you ran them off when you started uh, saying what you were. You just didn't do the AKA in between. You said the whole damn show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where y'all think I got it from? This is the, old, the OG, you feel me? Um, but uh, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and bring him in today since uh, T.S. was is not here. That wasn't like my poor T.S. Asian accent, but T.R.E.S. I don't know how to, I don't know how we do that. Uh, T.R.E.S. Uh, right, <laughs> reptile, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look at that, but um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, pass it over to my man Cody for this. Right. Mommy, I want to watch sports. Sports Center, bitch. Man, this is a late night one. The late night sports center. ESPN late night. Somebody put that in the chat as a possible episode name. ESPN uncut. Look at that. You got a peddling down somewhere. At least some ketchup. Well, Packers are now 4 0. Woo, bitch. That's what I'm yeah. talking about, baby. Taking names and taking asses. Uh, yes. oh. Wait, what? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what, what a I lot of names. Right, Darius <laughs> Smith was named uh, the NFC Defensive Player of the Week. He had, uh, I think he had three sacks. Yeah, he had three sacks Monday night. Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting in work. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> I mean, haha. Man laugh. Um Zadir um, Smith also uh after one of his sacks pulled out his undershirt, had a that said rest in heaven, Brianna Taylor. Yeah, so the camera so that was cool. Double A A A A A A A Ron Rogers said, um, I sometimes laugh when people talk about down years for me because a lot of times down years for me are careers years for most quarterbacks Ooh, it's just backs bro talk, talk yeah. that shit talk that shit he, damn he did. the shit he did that done talked who said that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers. <laughs> talk that cool shit <laughs> cause he gotta he gotta sometimes let it be known that you were not to be fucked with you feel me and I don't feel like we of course he's a go but I feel like you know um, because we don't get the, we don't have the amount of titles that we should have in Tinseltown, <laughs> a title town. This, this is true. The fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Oh, disrespect on calling it Tinseltown. Tinsel. Right. You know he bogus. <laughs> and you're from here. If I didn't have, I mean, to I meant, be I six meant, feet away from people, I would smack you right now. I, I didn't right. listen. <laughs> I didn't mean to say Tinsel. Like I've, I've been up all night, man. Listen. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that is not an excuse. You said you slept for 20 minutes. Don't give me any excuse. Of, no. but <laughs> you said you shut your eyes for your body to begin to go to sleep. And then <laughs> for right a, in the middle of REM. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I remember when, was he, Jimmy Graham? I think he was for the Saints and the Seahawks. And he was good. And I was excited when the Packers got him. And he was not good with us. And <laughs> so there was that. Yeah. Now we got a tight end, um, Robert Tanyan. 
Robert, uh, sports are just very pause worthy. Penetration in the backfield. <laughs> uh, in the backfield. Ripping it up. <laughs> Robert Tanyan has five touchdowns in four games. Meanwhile, when we had Jimmy Graham, he had five touchdowns in two years. Right. So five. this Robert Tanyan guy, number 85, like, woohoo. That's all. Cheers. Hoo hoo hooray huzzah. Hip hop um, hooray. Hip hop hooray. No, we're talking about sports. Stop with the music right now. <laughs> it's so greedy and needy. I'm just kidding. Um, did y'all watch the Lakers heat last night? We I did, but I, I heard did. it was an ep- epic one. Hot. Dude, that was intense. So going into it, it the the Lakers were up in the series three to one. Yeah. The whole this whole playoff, they won each series four to one. They've never lost in their Mamba uniforms, and they weren't going to wear them, and they switched it so they could wear it for this game. It was neck and neck and so close. My Lord, it was like I have anxiety for a real long time. I heard that they played Jimmy Butler for 47 minutes. Is that? I saw for the whole game. Yeah, yeah, he played the whole game. And the past two games before that, two games, there was only a total of six minutes total that he did not play. And they just see they a picture a of him, like, soaked in sweat, laying, like, about to pass out. Like, he, he's he's balling. And he only, they only he won did. by three. They only won by three points. Yeah. That's crazy. I tell you what, though. They're not going to win the next game. You don't think so? Why would you say that? I know so. Because they're not. Deep LeBron ain't having that. They barely won last night. Yeah, Trust but they, they not win it the next you game. would. Everyone thought that the Lakers were going to win last night. I did. Which I guess. Yeah. Spoiler alert: the Lakers lost. Thanks, right. Jamie. <laughs> uh, it was going to win last night too, but I'm telling you, they're going to play the next the next one. I just think this is such a great series because you can tell how bad both teams want this, and they are really trying hard. And it's not like any other basketball game I've ever seen. Like they, this is really exciting to watch. I I uh, really want. Um, I kind of want it for the Heat because of Tyler uh, Hero. Um and and Jimmy Butler, man, they like Jimmy Butler is not like a self, selfish guy. Like, so all the stories and shit you hear about dude from the other teams, I would have liked him to stay with Philly. But all the stories you hear about him from the other teams is he is trash. selfish and and trash and like uh and like aggressive. Man, but the the way you don't, they they should shut up. I mean, we already talked about how that he's on he was on teams that were not like playoff contenders and once they Black signed the up Bulls. they've been in the playoffs because right. of him and right. then he'd go to the next team and he'd be in the playoffs like you're right you're right and not and not look at this he got people on his team that want to you know that want to we'll work as hard as him we'll sit down and never have to tell you again and move your ass and that is uh parenting 101 with jay million uh we'll uh cut i thought that. he was talking to the jimmy butler haters I, that's what i thought he was <laughs> at first too at first, I was. Yeah, like, he's really supporting. Too. He's like Marquette. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I might be. I Represent might be a Jimmy Golden Butler hater too, though. I'm not gonna be convinced oh, even if he no. does win the championship. Why would you do he's, that? He just ain't cold to me. He's not cold to me, and I, I mean, no doubt he's been balling this series. But he got to look who he playing. The Lakers are stacked. He was, but he was eight hundred. He plays so many minutes, right? I they play. They he plays so many minutes because they need him. But I think that speaks but, to his ability if exactly. they have to play him because the Laker team is stacked, but he's still holding his arm. I think that kind of yeah, contradicts it, the whole trash aspect of it. Exactly. And not only that, <laughs> really, it speaks volumes for the rest of their team. The rest no, of the team is trash, because... but if the Lakers are stacked no, no, and he's still no, 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 balling, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> if, no, if, if, the rest of the team, like he, Jimmy Butler is putting in 110% of the work, but he's not carrying his team on his back alone. And if you watch the games, it shows. Right. Like last night, uh, I forget his name, but number 55, Duncan Robinson, I think. Yeah, no, he's, no, and he mentioned him. He mentioned him. He was on fire from outside the, like, all these three, like, they were really good from outside. I feel like that was the Lakers' downfall was that the heat was, um, sorry for this, really hot. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> from the three-point line. That's, and that's crazy, but, like, I, I I didn't fear the heat for the Bucks, you know, um, before this. I, I feared them now because they yeah. got a lot of young guys, like, just Hero himself, and then you got – Butler, who's Butler, is not. Um, what has he been at league like eight, eight, nine years? He's, so he's like, I think he's in like what what I would call for me in basketball peak years are between like. I don't even think it was that long. I think peak years are between like five and like years five and uh, like twelve. Those are your peak years, and I think he, right now he's in his peak years, which is why he can get passed around all those teams and shit and and show up and show out and. Um, so I'm just uh, they got so drafted many. in 2011. Yeah, nine years, bro. Why did I? I don't know why I doubted McCoy with time. With time, yeah. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just, um, I just think that the Heat, they got him. They got what's do? Uh, Bam, the talk that that nigga. They got uh, Hero. Jay Crowder, got, another Marquette alum. Do him too, and um, everybody is sending this dude from the Pacers. He wants to come to the Heat and be with a uh, play with a uh, uh, Bam. Reggie like, Miller. Asshole. Uh, Oda, 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 Beckham. Yes, he wants to actually enter the NBA. Um, no, what Oda Depot? I think his name is. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I wasn't gonna say Embiid. Home, Home Depot. Right. Home. <laughs> he wants to get a Mexican off the. No, let me stop. That was horrible. Oh, my <laughs> lord. Um, no, but they got so many people that can like make you know plays. Like they're they're, they're like they're like talented, bro. Across yeah, they, the board. Exactly. That's it. Like, all the different aspects you need. And I don't they, even... They, they got it covered. Right. And I don't even know who's the, who's the starting five and shit and who's off the bench, but, Lord, it's, it's crazy. They, they, they are stacked over there. And I think um, either... Even if the Heat don't beat the Lakers, which I would like at this point... I don't... I want both of those teams. It's people on both of those teams that need it. I would like AD to get his ring. I would like LeBron Dude. to kind of... I would like LeBron to kind of, like, prove people wrong and, you know, go ahead and get this ring for the Lakers and shit. It's, it's kind of some symbolic, too, with the Lakers shit, with the shit they have with Kobe. It'd be a nice gesture, I think, for you know, the Lakers organization. But then again, you got the Heat, and they put us – the Heat put us out. So, at this point, they need to win. Like, it needs to be – you know, it needs to – I like the fact that it's showing that we aren't – we didn't just, you know, get – ran we weren't weak you know what i'm saying it's, it's showing that we weren't weak it's showing that if we get put out by the people who end up winning the whole thing then i think that's pretty decent you know what i'm saying so um yeah man i'm just i, I think i think both of these would be dope for both of the teams to win you know jimmy to get his first one and really kind of create this ne- next generation of heat heat dynasty that'd be dope man so i would tell you the only the the the, the thing that and that's all we have for sports <laughs> are really stacked. I think that they're doing a really good job right now of playing team basketball. Yeah. And if they continue that, they can beat LA. That's what it is. I'm yeah. taking it. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. know, the, the Lakers rely a lot on LeBron. 
Yeah, they they rely a lot on LeBron. And if you take LeBron away from him, they kind of struggle when he on the bench and shit. You would, so you have you would been think like I AD and him. <laughs> Dude, no, because they got the only thing is like the jokes about Danny Green not being good at shooting threes. Like he should be or practicing stuff like that. But like AD is good on offense and with the rebounds. I'm finished. Yep. Right. Yep. I was gonna say I was gonna say it's you AD, think? but then they got they got some players on there too. They got what's the what's the white dude name? Um, Alex. Um, oh what is his last name? Caruso. 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 Yeah, Alex Caruso. Yeah. He, they got him. They got um, even what's his name? Dwight Howard been showing up this uh. The roster for the Los Angeles Lakers includes LeBron James, Anthony oh, Davis, need that. Danny Green, and others. Uh, and others, <laughs> and I don't others. trust robots. Yeah, that be that not important. Yeah, dude, that, <laughs> that others guy last night was just going off. <laughs> and others, <laughs> <laughs> others was getting the fuck off. He's trying to only need four characters. You know what? They sort of hold the. They had that unlockable <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marcus <with> others. others. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus <laughs> others. <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember Dwight was like good until like 2010 ish, and then just got like washed and was overhyped. Yep. And now, like, he got himself into shape. I remember it was big, like, he lost a lot of weight and gained muscle and was working out. And you could see, like, he is back and better than ever. Yeah. Ray John Rondo. You, like you would think he'd be done like, by now, but no, he's still a important player to like you would think this nigga would be wrapped for this nigga no he's not he don't he and he won't stop then my fucking miley cyrus voice like he just keeps getting better well, i was going Shitty. for like i can't stop 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 <laughs> i can't do no 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 speaking of music Right. <laughs> That's my shit. Nah, what, what else you got going on with sports? I'm sorry, Cody. <laughs> no, that was a good transition. Oh, Get okay. Hint. Okay. Speaking of, speaking music, of music. Speaking uh, of music. Speaking of music. Cut the other shit out. Speaking of music. That okay. was really harsh, man. You're being a very savage. <laughs> you know what? What? I am Macho Man Randy Savage on these months. No, listen. Uh, before we get started on the, before we get started on the 21 Savage. Uh, 17 album, Savage. Um, I would first like to uh, call attention to Mr. J Million. Uh, real quick, I just want him to mention um, his battle league real quick and that he actually won defending his title just last week at a battle, um, well, a virtual battle, because, you know, we can't be in front of each other right now. But, um, J Million, you want to give us a quick, it don't got to be a long one, but just a quick, you know, rundown of the league that you're a part of and, you know, kind of the position you play, you know, you got the actual, actual belt. Yeah, uh, okay, long story short, man, 51 to 50 online battle league is the place to be, man. Uh, we got crazy talent over there. The the thing that I really respect about the league is we don't do a, a top-tier, mid-tier, low-tier thing. Just we all top-tier battlers over there. And battle rap is just like football. Any given Sunday, you could either win or lose. But I've actually been reigning, reigning champ for two years now. You know Sometimes on Sundays I, you can tie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been champ over there for two years and uh, I've been kicking ass and taking names basically uh, <laughs> the, uh, last Saturday was my third title defense uh, all three judges my way so that would be a 3-0 body um, but uh, this month at the end of this month I have a live battle that's going to be face to face that's going to be here in Milwaukee um, that, that's 
5150 battle, so I won't be defending my title, but I'm going to have my belt on in the building anyway, of course. So, was, so shout out to Say Mercy. That would be that would be like um, The Rock going to fight some niggas in WCW, right? Like or be, yeah, exactly. going to the I, oh in the league. <laughs> like basketball going to COVID. No, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's Thirty-seven the whole flavors now. <laughs> that that is the whole point. But also, it's a it's a it's a method to the madness. It's also promotion and advertising for my league. So when this video comes out on YouTube, I'm going to have some eyes and ears to the 5150 League, even though I'm battling in another spot. I mean, it's a method to the madness, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Right, okay. Right, right, right. Yes, I believe I do know what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to send you all the flyer yeah, go ahead for and, the 31st, real which quick, is actually the day after my birthday. Real quick, give the people the day, the day, the place, and the time, man. Name of the event, can all that. It's real can quick. you stream it? Can I stream it? Uh, I believe it will be um, like live streamed. I believe, it, it, yeah, or, or pay per view thing. I'm not quite sure yet. I'm gonna need some more details. I have all the details for you guys um, real soon. But what I can tell you, give it to McCoy so we can as, share it on the page and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. You can yes. drop that to me so we can have that. But what's the last thing you want to tell us? Uh. I do not have the the location yet. The flyer doesn't have the location yet. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to update all the all the uh, hardcore battle rap fans and stuff on our page about what's going on uh with J Million. And then y'all got to get a uh, shot of that uh that belt. That belt looks pretty dope. I'm not going to front my shit. Um It's I'm, a Gucci. It, it, <laughs> is it Gucci? A Gucci title. You know what? My next one might be. <laughs> <laughs> got the... Since you said that Give me a new one, mate. I might Gucci <laughs> it out just on GP. <laughs> just to be an asshole. Check me out. Check me out. Well, you know who else who usually is an asshole? People who consider Chizzy. people well, <laughs> people who consider themselves to be savage are usually Asshole. That was like a very scenic route to be doing a transition. Like <laughs> pulled a muscle stretch in there for I ran. Um <laughs> Wow. You know, I was trying to make it I was trying to make it make sense, man. God damn it. You always gotta <laughs> Oh, it's ruining shit, man. <laughs> well, you should have brought dollars. All right. Uh... Okay. Um Good sense. Nah, but no bullshit, no bullshit though. All bullshit aside. Um this week we are talking about <laughs> Everyone's everyone's favorite everyone favorites Savage from Atlanta by the way of by way of the UK, um, Mr. Was it your cup of tea, Mr. Uh, <laughs> Sir Twenty One Savage, Savage <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, now nah, Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin Metro Boomin dropped uh, Savage Mode Two about uh, a week about a week ago I believe that was, and um, I gotta you know it 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 was interesting that this is the follow up to um, his two. 2016 uh, cult classic collaboration with Metro Boomin, the powerhouse produ- producer of the last, you know, uh, about five to six years in the industry. He's you know, one of the top. Um, and as someone who was not a fan of the original and was not, didn't used to be a fan of 21 Savage much at all, um, I kind of wanted to give this one uh, a shot and just, you know, see if how he would attack this project now as opposed to then, you know. So the question is, is it better? Um, the answer is no. 
I'm just kidding. Go on. <laughs> Hold on one second. One second. I actually didn't know there was a first one four years ago. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's uh, my dad calling. I just uh, put the ringer off, so for some odd reason it's still blaring through. Hold on one second. <clears throat> wow. It's a hand up. Perfect timing. <laughs> We are experiencing technical difficulties. It is, uh... We are experiencing parental difficulties. <laughs> Stop calling me, Dad! I'm talking to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Using up all my minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get the okay. hint, old man. <laughs> You want to take a five? No, I was, no. Um, I to, I was trying to adjust my sound so that way we don't have any more issues. I'm sorry about that, you guys. Okay, <clears throat> so Twenty One Savage, <clears throat> Twenty One Savage. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is the follow up to the 2016 uh, Savage Mode One tape. Again, I was not really. <laughs> he evolved 2016 Savage. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Mega Kaku Terry Mon had ass. Um, he bought unknown P. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My favorite British rapper. Um, but yeah, so this album. Man's not hot. Yeah. Um, Island Records. Sorry, go on. So I, I tried um, to shut up. You know, it was weird <clears throat> listening to this, and the reason I say it was weird is because there was something that I liked about it, but then there was a lot that I did not. I wanna, I wanna start there because, you know. You don't really look at 21 Savage. Y'all know how I break my shit down. I do best songs, best production. You don't really look at 21 Savage as a lyricist. I think he has some moments where he says some pretty slick shit, which we'll get into. But you don't really see him as a lyricist. I like the way he wrote some of the song structure, some of the stuff, or, you know, flow patterns. But um, for me, um, the best, best songs, one of them was Brand New Draco. Uh, this is one of the songs on the CD where at times you can see, <clears throat> like, he's w really one of the wittiest, like, rappers in the game currently in terms of, like, the new school. <clears throat> the new school guys. Um, he says things like, rocking ice like I'm trying to, <clears throat> rocking ice like I'm trying to make a knock go down. When the police hit the lights, <clears throat> I do not slow down. Brand new Draco ready to crash like when the stocks go down. I'm real, <clears throat> I'm rich for real. I could press a button and make the ops go down. Like, it's not... Like, it's one of those things where you use the same, you know, to go down and use the same word or the same, like, phrase at the end. Um, and only, you can only do it depending, that's one of those things where you have to kind of, like, hear it come off. And if you're listening to it, the way he says it, the way he does it, it's kind of, like, has a bop to it. And it's, it's kind of dope when he says it. And I'm not going to even front my shit. Um, <clears throat> British bop. Um, but then he continues on and he goes, uh, he says, uh, he has a couple of slick, like lines on this, uh, on this song where he says some shit like, niggas need to call their hood Beyblades because all we do is spin in it. Like, it's not like, he's not the greatest rapper ever, but he has some clever, he has says like little clever one-liners. I'm like, that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of slick. I kind of like, I, like, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Cause, I kind of like that. Because, say it again. That last one, say he it said, again. He said, niggas need to call their hood, ba I don't know how you said pronounce this. Uh, Beyblades. Yeah, Beyblades. That's the B-E-Y. It's like a, 
thing. It's like a show yeah, or whatever. That's right. But you like, like spin a the blade. Spinner? Yeah, you, it's like one of those spinner things with like they're the kids. Yeah, exactly. Th thank you, Russell. God damn it, y'all. <clears throat> um, yeah, but he says niggas need to call their hood Beyblades because all we do is spinning. You know, like as and as you know, just basically using the same Good. terminology of a rapper that like shit spinning somebody. Was fly. not hard. That well, I, hey, hard. listen. Well, listen. Let, let me. Let me. Let me. <laughs> let me. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and go through what I found, and I'm. And I'm gonna give each of y'all your opportunity to just you know kind of give me your thoughts on you know what you thought of the album, how you you know what I'm saying, because <clears throat> I know you got some shit to say, million. Of course, I know you listen to them and probably like this shit's garbage. <clears throat> so, Basically, <laughs> right. Um, my my other song on here that I liked, um, that he wrote to uh, the no ops left behind, <clears throat> no op left behind. Shit, God damn it. <clears throat> no op left behind. Uh, once again, Sir 21. Uh, he does something here that I'm kind of impressed about. Uh, he's like pulling stuff together and giving us slick lines again. Everything is not great on here. He's not the best MC, but he says a little shit, and it has to come off in his tone of voice for it to kind of like work. So he he says, uh, all my diamonds pissed on Andre, Andre, all my diamonds pissed on Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond plays with the Pistons, I believe. So it was like a play in the word of Piston and Piston. Like, it's not the greatest line, but it's still some slick shit. You'd be like, okay, I see what you're trying to do. Like, I see where you were going that's with a, this. That's a line for T.S. with bad boys. That's, pistols. That's yeah. <laughs> but, but then he goes on. He goes on. He goes on. Uh, my player my player won't even pull inside the apartments because they, they hunt it. Speaking on how many people that, you know, go to, to the 21 Savage shit, how many people he didn't motherfucking killed, you know, on that block or in that area. Like... Um, or how many people didn't die, you know, off in, you know, they hood or whatever. My dog could have passed me the ball, but, but he punted. Nigga switching up. I got my turn, did an onside kick. That's how I'm coming. Like, it's not, this shit's not profound. Like, I want, I want people to understand it's like, it's not like the, no profound shit that he's saying, but it's really slick. Like, when you break it down, you give it a moment, you just like, damn, okay, I kind of, I feel what he would look like, what dog was trying to, you know, where he was trying to go with the expression and shit. Um, just the ideas and the imagery in those bars, I like that shit. And what, but what shines most here in that in this particular song really is the, the bop of the chorus. Um, and again, with Twenty One Savage, one of his his greatest things, the only good things, or not, I won't say the only good thing, but one of the the, the better things about Twenty One Savage is his vocal tone, his pitch, how he delivers. He's not like trying to be rapid, and his rapid, rapid, <laughs> rapid, uh, rapid Spitfire style. He like has his, his own way of kind of bouncing and, and, and riding the beat. But the but the chorus here he says, Pit bull the way I walk, way I talk. Loose lips sing ship, yellow tape, white chalk. Multitask, you the pistol in the fork, screaming, no op left behind, nigga, we gonna kill them all. Ain't no he said, ain't no cap in my rap, ain't no cap in my rap, ain't no flaw. You can tell you can tell when I rap, ain't no cut this this shit raw. Cut him off if he talking to the law. With the Draco cause he quiet I'm with Draco cause he quiet till he hit you in the jaw. Like if you like me, rap me. Reciting these lyrics is one thing, but listening to the way he fall on the beat, how he knows when to pause, like I'm with Jickle because he because he quietly hit you in the jaw, like the way, like it's a real it's a dope bounce. Whether you like Twenty One Savage or not, he has found a way to do his own thing, and he can't be replicated, which is what I like about Twenty One Savage. You don't nobody's rapping like Twenty One Savage, nobody's sounding like Twenty. You can't because he has this, like mon, like mundane like huh, mon, uh, I want to do it when I, like the way he does it is his own little bop. Um, Mr. Right Now, this is likely the most radio for, ready song on the album, I guess. And this is and it's the chorus that adds the bop here. He does a little like harmonizing with the I'ma slide anytime you want. Uh, 
pull up in Chanel. I'm going to teach you how to stunt, a slip and slide like a waterfall. You need some TLC. We can creep if you want. Um, to, what do you say? And he says, uh, turn your phone off, take your clothes off. I'm a savage, but I fuck her to a slow song. Like, all these different, like, little bounces, like, turn the, uh, turn the lights down, lay the pipe down. I ain't Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now. Like, it's, it, of course, it's, like, really simplistic shit, but if we talking about songwriting and we're talking about actually making a good radio song, he did what he was supposed to do here. And I think that's some of the things that we you pass over when we talk about, you know, creating, you know, records. Um, so this is why it's in the song section. Also, our favorite and Cody's favorite uh, Canadian, Drake, mm. falls right in uh, with this one. He even hits that fucking uh, SZA in 08, which is always weird to me because I'm like, I don't think she was really doing a lot of shit in 08. So why would you have found Unless she was a groupie. Like, that just, that's the really <laughs> weird line from Drake to me. It's just like, damn, if you was fucking SZA in 08, you was... It makes it makes sense. You I mean, you were, you were a different Canadian. You, you were, were Twenty One Savage <laughs> featuring Jim Carrey. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jim Savage and shit. Twenty One Carrey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so honorable mention here. Honorable mention for the songs here. Uh, he got a song called Mini Man. This one they have a little uh, sample of Fifty Cent in the background. Um, he said this one is this one is actually one of my favorite songs only because of the flow he used. It's like a calm cadence with a rapid fire pause to to breath flow pattern. It's one of the best, one of his best deliveries I ever heard him have. Low key, it was like a no, like the way he was delivering the line. Each line was like tight to me. Um, it's not about all the shit he says here. It's just about the. This one is an honorable mention because in terms of songwriting, the way he was riding the beat. This is a really dope flow from him, and I like that. And I would like if he did more songs like this. Um. Uh, while the bars are just mad okay, you know, not great, not bad, they just tight bars, he do say some slick shit, and then one of them that we're all debating is if he dissed Jeezy, because he said, I mean, I mean, it's damn near pretty straightforward, unless Jeezy, unless there's another Jeezy that's not young Jeezy, he said, we don't pump fake, we kill beef, 21 Savage, I'm not Jeezy, and then he says pussy afterwards, so I don't know <clears throat> where that came from, why that came from, how that came, right. but... Yeah. Also, like, I think you're gonna need to do more research and update us next week on if there's beef there. Right. I don't think he wants that smoke with Jeezy. Well, I mean, to be fair, he doesn't want to go to the deli. Wait. <laughs> I don't. Think... I don't know why. I think it was like the second track too, where he just kept saying "pussy" over and over and over and That's over. That's like, like down there from him. Like at this point. Uh, well, he can. Like subtract lib that then. Subtract lib that. I mean, subtract lib. I'm use that shit. <laughs> he said he can subtract lib that. <laughs> Dog. But but oh, I mean, was was he saying pussy behind some fire bars or not even? No, 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 no. I mean, there, like it was like the beginning or at, at the end of his song, and he was just like pussy, 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 pussy. Was pussy, it pussy, just pussy. random? Like, pussy, 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 like, dude, pussy, like, like, is the song gonna start yet, or pussy, are you just pussy, like getting pussy. off? Like, what's going on? <laughs> pussy, like, hey, dad. Um, Someone just walks by. What are you drawing a picture of? Pussy, 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 pussy. Hey, dude, just walk away. Um. So, guys, that's my cat's name. Come on, right? <laughs> Bad kitty. Those um, nice easy puffs. <laughs> so, now production. Now we get in into where this album shines because Metro is a very creative producer. I like how he samples shit and then and, does and track very music. Very trustworthy, right? Because if you don't trust, you know, uh, 
So I think uh, what what I like here is Metro's ability to sample shit and then throw trap music behind it. It's really dope how he does that. Um, and I used to be really anti-Metro Boomin. I did not like Metro Boomin shit. I did not like the, the whole industry started to sound like him for 2015, 2016. I didn't like that shit at all. But I like when he does his Metro Boomin shit. Um, now, I think after like 2017, well, 2018, he's he got in the like, It shows that he's like an influential producer, yeah. I feel like. If... For sure, for sure. He he kind of ran the last half of the 2010s, and you got to respect somebody that can, that can do that. Um, but no op left behind. This beat... It seems very simple at first glance, but there are th- there's like a three note ambient synth that carries um, that carries this um, beat, uh, like the vibe of it. When you add that with like this like this really like slot 808 bounce that keeps it dark but also melodic and heavy. There's also like another like a misplaced sample or synth um, underneath it, and I couldn't put I couldn't put my like finger on if it was like an actual sample or if it was a synth or what was going on. Um, but again, at first glance, it seems out of place. It's like, it seems like it wasn't needed. But then when you listen to the thing as a whole, you pull yourself back. You don't like analyze it. You pull yourself back and listen to what's happening, uh, for the sonics overall. And it's really kind of dope. It does, it does more to add than to, you know, harm that beat. So I thought, no, no, I left behind was simple, but, um, well-crafted, well-crafted running. Um, I love this sample. I love how it's used. It was a nice blend of like two types of hip hop music. Again, it's the simple drum pattern um, and the rapid hi hats that offer that like bounce of trap. But then it's this soulful vocal sample that pulls in the softness that works well with the sonics here. So again, it's one of those things where Metro Boomin does what he does. Metro Boomin is trap sample. He's like a trap sampler. Like he's gonna give you, um, you know, Kanye West vibes with the way he samples. But he's gonna give you the beats of, and drums are like uh, Lex Luger, you know what I'm saying? And he's gonna he blends those really, really well, and I think that's why he, you know, is kind of able to do what he does. <clears throat> Glock in my lap, man, this beat so goddamn hard. This beat so goddamn hard. <clears throat> it's ridiculous, bro. Glock in my lap is like a menacing horror. Uh, it's like menacing horror music. It sounds like what trick or treating. Uh, and tales, if you like get in the setting of like Tales in the Hood, that movie, and you could trick or treat around whatever the fuck was going on there, that feels like what this would sound like. Um, there are some like organs and some keys in this beat that add like this super chilling like feel. Like, and then there's some string samples, like string stabs, and then also some howling um, that he like warps and puts in that is like really brings this joint together. You could tell, and that's what he does when he was 21. Like, remember uh, 2017? Um, Offset and um, Offset, Twenty One Savage and uh, Metro Boomin, they did like a collab project where they were the two rappers. He was the producer. It's I really love that uh, mixtape. It was called Without Warning. It was like it dropped on like Halloween or some shit in uh, 2017. That's what a lot of the shit he does with Twenty One Savage is dark, man. It's real dark and it, it sounds creepy and I like that shit because with Twenty One in the way he kind of like his whole persona and shit like that fits well for the music. Um, they add some super dark 808 drums on this, and it's a contender for probably the best beat on the project. Glock in my lap, fucking raw. That beat cold as a bitch. I don't, it's raw. Rich nigga shit is another beat that carries uh, like a super chill West Coast vibe. It has a bell and like a slow drums and percussion area that's a nice touch over this like octave climbing pad. 
Like there's a, like a layer, and then the octave is like, like in the background, that sample of that layer just continues to like climb throughout the four bar pattern and it restarts. Um, and I think it's smart. Again, it's Metro Woman has this thing of when he makes these beats, man, he's he's like really calculated, and I think it's dope. Um, it's really simple, but the bass line is funky, like super funky, like super funky and sounds like it was actually played in the studio. Sounds like, you know, it might have been, you know, they made the beat and said we want to get a real life, you know, baseline and, you know, and then improved it from there. So um, Metro also starts and ends this song with violin strings, which, again, on paper, it seems like a poor idea, but it's executed perfectly. And it gives this, like, this song some really super unescapable charm, man. So... That's how I feel about about that joint about you know the project. I ain't even giving my rating, but first I want to see uh, Russ, Cody, and then um, and then uh, Million. I want to go down the list and see what y'all thought about it. I Actually, would rather go last. Okay, Cody, you go first because I know you didn't really have much to say. Okay, um, yeah, I listened to like two and a half tracks, and I did not like it. Uh, <laughs> side note I just realized that how I'm talking right now I feel like I sound like 21 Savage very like monotone <laughs> and blah I listened to the two tracks I ain't like it 21 <laughs> uh, in the trash, in the trash. I've been on the train cause I'm blowing smoke That's how <laughs> I'm listening to but them. I've never been uh, a 21 Savage fan Anyway, well, you're right uh, about a few points, though, because some of the beats were nice. I did like some of the beats, the ones you mentioned. Definitely some of the some of the beats I would flow over. Black um, in my lap, for sure. <laughs> definitely, definitely. That shit is hard. I agree. That that shit is cold. Um, uh, you know, for, for me, 21 style, I, I, I think he did kind of switch it up a little bit. You're right about that, but he still was just kind of... It, it, it's the simplisticness of it that right. kind of is, like, boo for me. Like, I'm just so not impressed, bro. Especially when you got these dope-ass beats, I want to hear some cold-ass lyrics, bro. Right. I don't want to yeah. hear you with the same old basic da 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 Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that bop-ass shit. That bop shit is dead to me. That shit needs to stop. Like, that shit's horrible. Songs need, it, stop it, have, songs need to stop having a vibe. Have stop having a bop. You want, you want. I that. mean, you can't call everything a bop. Like I'm so sick of this bop. Like everything is just a bop. Like no, like no. Uh, no. See it, when it, I say when not, I say that it's some like shit has the bop in it. That's some what I'm saying. Shit, you know, might might make you feel that way, but I don't think everything is a bop. Like, when I, I say think people need to quit that shit. When I say when I say the word bop, for me, what I'm saying is it has like a, a bounce to it, like a like a song might have a boom 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 boom. So it. I'm not. People be like, it's a bop. It's like I know. I get. I get what the you're. You're saying it the way that people are using the term as like a, as a noun or like a. It has like um. The qualifier. Yeah, like, right, the qualifier. right. 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 I'm saying right, I, like a qual exactly like right. like that the baby joint that they were calling a bop, and I'm like, what well, really doesn't really have any bop to it. Like that was <laughs> that like, was and that was the actual name get, of the song. I need me some shit right. with a bop in it, dude. But I think when I, I think when I say the word bop, I think it's always about. I say it has like a bounce to it. A bounce for me, for me, a lot of the music. Right. It's so Manny Fresh, all his shit had a bop to it. it had, like Manny Fresh is like bop king to me. You know what I'm saying? Like his shit always has some type of bop in it. That um. So the, that's just for the listeners and for Milligan and for anybody who dealt 
I don't use it. I don't use that term. Oh, that's a bop. No, 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 no. I don't use no. that term. That's for the, <laughs> that's for the young, the young, young bucks. Um, no. So, but overall, what you think of the project? Uh, it's it's not a bad album. Overall, if 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 you like, I mean, I'm probably still not a fan, but it's not a bad album. You know, it's it's got some nice beats on there that slap for those. Those of you that just like production, and if you and 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 he he you know he he do flow on it, he do ride to be pretty nice, but you know I just felt like he could have he could have had some some stronger bars, but it's not a bad album. Okay. Oh no. Okay, Russ. Russ, what you thinking, man? All right. Um, how many how many millions or millions would you give it? Millions. <laughs> I'll give it two stars out of five. <laughs> two out of five. Okay, let's. Two out of five. So out of ten, that would be what a four. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's below average. Stars. Yeah, below average. Right. Ten okay. stars. I'm only still giving it to motherfucker. <laughs> he said ten stars. You still getting <laughs> two out of five? Two out of ten bucks and five. Two out of hundred. <laughs> Twenty one without the one, just two. Equal two. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and not um, twenty. <laughs> Y'all stupid, dog. My Unless it's out of two, then it's one. One out of two. It's a point five. Um, <laughs> my um, on the, the album. Now, I was originally not a 21 Savage fan. Like, right, yeah. I thought the whole musical genre that these niggas was, was putting forth was just dumb. Yeah. Um, USA. USA. And it was actually... <laughs> one of my past connections that kind of got me into the music. Um, and from there, it was like, yo, I like I like dude. Um, he was never like the most lyrical cat to me, like I've been saying. Um, he was funny. He made me laugh. And a lot of the stuff he said was, yeah. was interesting and funny and something that I could see myself saying to people. So that was kind of like <laughs> the connection I had to the music. You saw yourself um, in him. Which is, <laughs> well, you know, I won't say that. Um, oh yeah, Paul. Because that's us. Um, <laughs> but uh, with this new project, um, I don't know if it was just this week, but it was like, man, I was really trying to get into the album, and I just could not like get into it. Um, the music is always going to be what Twenty One Savage does, um, so I expected that from him in this album. So it's not like the album disappointed me. Um, it. It was who he is, basically. What um, you expected. Right. It didn't surprise me. It didn't shock me. It didn't make me like, oh, you know, he came with this. No, it was just the usual right. 27 moves. Right. Did I see myself listen to it? Yeah, I could see myself listening to it. This week, probably not. Um, next week, maybe. Um, I don't know. It's just a lot of rap now that I'm just like, man, y'all, y'all just in the same place, yo. Yeah. I'm just saying the same stuff over and over, and it's like it doesn't resonate with me as strongly. There are certain certain periods and certain moves that I'm in where I'm like, yeah, I need to listen to this to kind of like exercise this uh, rap demon. So I'm going to listen to this uh, <laughs> to try to get that, get my, you know, yeah. get my shit off or whatever. But this week it was just like, I just couldn't stay in the mind of the music that he was making. And it was like, like I said, it's not a bad album. It's not a, um, you know, his little concept is what it usually is. And there was some stuff that you know, still made me laugh and stuff like that, but it's like, I just couldn't listen to it for long for this week because just a lot of stuff going on, and and I right. still about the same. But I earned my bitches, my money, and it's like y'all gonna grow up anytime soon, right? You know what I mean? 
Yep, yep. I agree. I agree. And um, you know, overall, overall, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say this. Overall, this project sounds very amazing. Sonically, mm-hmm. this album is, is in a pocket, and I think Metro Woman does well. And it's, it's. I I want to say I agree with everything that all of y'all said. At some point, I was I was never a big Twenty One fan. He'll say he'll say some shit or have like one or two songs. I'm like, that was slick. I'm like, I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Um, you know, I was never I was never even a really big Metro Boomin fan until he dropped um a lot of the shit he did in 2018. Um, I mean he always has helped to provide Young Thug, which is one of my favorite rappers, um, with some good shit. Some of Thug's best early songs that really, you know, got him on, like language and shit, um, is like what also put Metro Boomin on. So I, I fuck with them. Um He's the voice y'all hear with the Metro booming on some more, nigga. Like, of course. So I've heard a lot of Metro shit, but I was never, he was never, I was never his biggest fan. This album is proves, this album proves though that he does something different that is, you know, noteworthy. Um, it's a perfect example of how a producer, however, can make an artist sound even better. Everything on this album sounds perfectly selected and crafted to fit 21's theme vibe voice and sound in fact where 21 yeah where 21 does shine um is create is in creating that thing take away the lyrics take away everything else what 21 did well on here is this is like a the savage like from 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 you know the this sounds like a perfect theme music for halloween or like a current current day slasher horror film set in the hood like this album is dark and you feel it Feel it from the narration from like Morgan Freeman, which by the way fits perfectly and was actually written by Dungeon Family poet vet Big Rube. Um, or the eerie strings that Metro uses to create this sound. This album is a crazy ride in terms of the feeling you get from that, you know. But that does not make up for Twenty One Savage's lackluster attempts at crafting focused songs or pulling together, or pulling together just like men level bars. Um, you can only do men level so so much, you know what I'm saying? It, I, and right. before and before I and before I write this, I just want to say this one thing. I was thinking, I was thinking about this a lot the like the last two weeks. Um, there's some cold shit, and, and millions not a fan of the, like Young Thug or Travis nothing like shit. But there's some cold shit that Travis and Thug. I won't even put 21 in there, but he's he's kind of in that category where, where it's some colder shit that those niggas will say, and because of the type of music. Russell, you were just talking about how like the 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 music that they make because of the type of music, we tend to think like uh, they must be saying some weak shit, you know. There's some shit that I don't like. Trippy Red, and there's some shit that like Lil Uzi Vert. I've like started to go back and listen to Lil Uzi Vert and like listen to for the bars. And the nick and the young nigga be rapping. He's not Jay Z, but the nigga be the, that nigga be rapping. There's there's people who who just kind of ride the beat well, and there's niggas who can rap. Travis Scott can rap. Travis Scott can actually rap. Lil Uzi Vert can rap when he wants to. Um, Young Thug, that nigga really rap. I don't care what nobody nobody said. If you think Young Thug can't rap, you're not listening. That nigga will rap. Um, he didn't. He didn't even got on Swiss Beats shit and rap. But I think when you hear him on the Swiss Beats you, uh, song, or whatever, that uh, Twenty Five Soldiers off of Swiss Beats last album snapped. And but motherfuckers don't know that because they're not listening to that album. They're not listening. They are listening to him on the the Metro shit and the other these types of trap beats. And they're like, this nigga must be weak. It got me to thinking. Method Man said some shit like, um, he said some shit the other or at one point where he said, I'm like Larry when the fish burn. 
I burn rubber. Um, what? Silence. Good. Really? Silence. <laughs> Ellipsis. Method Man. Okay. Method Man said that shit. Like we and but 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 he probably got away with that shit in the nineties because. He was Method Man, and he's over a RZA beat, or he's over a, a fucking dope ass Buster Rhymes type of beat. That, that's true. And that's true. We so what I what I like people to get out of the mindset of is all oh, these young niggas just can't because they actually can rap. And at some point, you got to just give up the torch to niggas that's they they look a little different, they do shit a little different, but the niggas can rap. Some of some of them, they're and just like you know people didn't want to no, give Snoop, the people didn't want to give Snoop the the torch or you know Wu Tang the torch, but you know. They had to. Let me, let me let me say this. Okay, I don't want to compare the eras because the eras were completely different. And yeah, niggas got away with a lot of shit that they probably can't get away with now, but they're getting away with murder now and, and a lot of that bullshit. And my only thing about all those artists you named, from Travis to, to 21 Savage to Young Thug, Uzi Vert and them, my only thing be, I'm not saying niggas can't rap. They've never said anything that really moved me. Like, it took rap for Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion to really grow on me. You know what I mean? Right. I don't understand what all the controversy is. That's a good song to me. And I don't even like Cardi or Meg, but right. I, I happen to like that record. Well, the, it's not nothing I'm going to be riding around for. The controversy is that people are, are, are upset about rapping the, the content. About the content, and they see themselves um, guilty because they like it, and that's what it is. But it's not content, the, the song right. is bad. That, that, that content I mean? was was written different from from what Tina Trina used to say. The brat used to talk <laughs> about fucking all the time. I mean, people need to get over it. But that was the first time. What I'm saying is that's the first time that they actually said anything that actually moved me, that caught my attention. I was like, damn, okay, bitch, you was rapping on there, right? You like was cold talking rap. some shit, yeah. bitch. You know, listen, yeah, listen. like you know, it's like damn, bitch, you was talking. Go back, <laughs> like, go back. Man. They got some old, you know, some old vids of Meg that actually put me um, back on her after the whole WAP thing. Um, that I was like, yo, she used to really spit. Like, yeah. back in, like she used exactly. to really, really that, rap. You know what I'm saying? Go back and listen right. to some of her shit. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was finally impressed with some shit. See, them niggas, because that you name, I'm not saying they they not be they don't be rapping, but they just haven't said nothing that impressed me or really right. moved me. Right. For yeah. me to be like, all right, that was cold. And not for you, because it's, it's niggas like Wale and Mac Miller, who mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and give, I'm really going to go back and give <laughs> Mac Miller give Mac Miller a chance though because I do think young the young keep you right. I think I've gotten matured enough to whereas I can stop hating him from being corny in twenty ten. Um right. but, I, don't, um, I ain't gonna say he, he he was cold but he he had his moments. Yeah him and what him and him and Wale. Like, um he's cold now. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> winkity wink wink. Hey, the views and the opinion, the views and the opinions of this podcast <laughs> are actually all the same. We hate Mac Miller. No. Um <laughs> Um, no, that, but, but but I'm gonna say this for the 21 Savage album, for the 21 Savage album, uh, the album does not make up for him, you know, having these mint bars. I think Metro shines here more than 21, and as a result, we are left with 21 questions. <laughs> Over, <laughs> overall, though, I'm gonna give this a uh, I'm gonna give this album a seven. Give this album a seven. Um. Because I do, I do not understand your range. Yeah, and actually, you know, know, (laughs) I'm basing it more on the production. I'm I'm basing it on on music. On music, it's a, it's a solid. There aren't any bad. There aren't any bad beats. So the Metro Boomin was an eight, and the Twenty One Savage was a negative one. So the average is a seven. (laughs) You know what? Honestly, if if Cody, if you want to work it out like that, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. Um, I would say, I would say, um, 
I would say Twenty One Savage as a overall. I mean, he's the main person on the project, but it's not his. It's not his. I'm more concerned about the vibe and shit that was created through Metro's production. You know, I I sat on this couch, um, on my couch listening to this. You know, in headphones and in speakers, and just catching a vibe because I would hear a little spooky shit, and I'm like, this is Happy Halloween. Like, this is a really fucking like horrific album that you know all Twenty One Savage has to do is. Be more horrorcore, and this has been a great ass uh, '90s horrorcore album. Like the beats were, they matched so well for that. Um, so no, nah, I think it's a, it's a seven. Um, I actually struggled. I, I'm sick of coming on here telling y'all that I struggled because I want because then I feel like I'm be like, oh, you should have went with. I struggled be, between giving it a six and a seven. I went with seven because Metro Boomin's production on here really is super solid. It musically, sonically, and vibe wise. This isn't a he put the whole team on his back. Right. It's in a it's in a, it's in a pocket. Um Twenty One Savage just don't show up and show out like he should. So that's my So issue. basically, like I said, you based it on production. Yeah, I think mu- the music, the music yeah. portion of this is well done. It's well done. And I like I like that. Um and I just you know, Twenty One Savage, he'll say one or two lines and then he'll give me six he'll give me one or two good lines and then like eight bad lines and then like one or two like, oh he said that and then like uh or you know, so or or he'll give me a, a song um, with a super crazy killer ass flow. Um, with a super crazy killer ass flow, he'll give me a, that song. Um, I don't know which one was that? Uh, the Mini Man song with the flow pattern. Where he just Jeezy. That motherfucker. He was rapping so mm-hmm. motherfucking goddamn, flowing so goddamn good on that song, bro. But I'm like, you ain't say shit. You didn't say shit. But hey. Right. Eminem has done it too. You know, I just did a whole song and I didn't say shit, but it's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where I'm at today uh, for music. Uh, I think next week, kitties, we are going to be checking out uh, TDE's uh, Carson's um, California rapper. Well, they also also have the original Carson California rapper that they have as Absol. We need to put him, you know, in the forefront because uh, it's been four years since we got Absol. <clears throat> we ain't going to talk about that. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yes, but their other Carson transplant, uh, reason is, uh, dropped his album mm. called, uh, New Beginnings. And I am excited to hear that. That motherfucker be spit in, dog. That motherfucker reason can rap. Really, really rap. So I'm excited to get in, off into that. So we're going to be talking about that next week. <laughs> and I hope that shit blows my fucking mind. Cause I'm a fan of reason, man. Shout out TDE. And now it's time for. Russell Brasser T. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Before we leave the entertainment session, like, completely, okay. I do want to push people to check out the trailer of Judas and the Black Messiah movie um, telling the story of the Black Panthers. Um, it has Ryan Coogler as a producer and it's directed by Shaka King. Um, it's got a dope cast featuring the two cats from Get Out, Daniel Kaluuya, and uh, Lakeith Stanfield, and the trailer looks pretty dope. Um, so go check that out. What um, place T'Challa? No, that's the wrong Panthers, Chief. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, what, is it, what is it called again? Say it one more time for people. Uh, Judas, Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, I'm going to go in and uh, look that up. Oh, 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 since we, since we, since we doing this, really quick, I, I'm a, um. Lovecraft uh, Country, please, mm-hmm. please. If you have not, if you have HBO Max, 
HBO. Listen, I watched one episode. And I've, been, I've been wanting to check that out. Listen, man, if y'all got. I don't do horror, but it's a great. It's a great. Oh, it's. Ooh, man. And the sci fi shit that I'm thinking it's going to be glimpses of horror. It's sci fi. It's black sci fi. Bro, mm-hmm. listen. Black fucking, black fucking writers, black producers, black cast, motherfucking. Black, yeah. black, black side. Black director, black everything. Black, listen, listen, listen. And in the words of Lupe, all black everything. Listen, you ever watch some <laughs> shit as a as a as a black person? Cody, you no. ever watch some shit as a black person to beat? No, uh, <laughs> no. You, you ever? <laughs> no, but like, you like that, give, that meme I posted today. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Girl, if, you're, if you're reading this. You're going to be a strong, successful black man. I'm like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> so great. <laughs> hey, mama. Hey, mama. <laughs> I read this. Right. So. Um, um, but yes, that is just, I, I watched the first episode of that, and I'm telling you, like, I got so happy. As a, as a, as a black man who is a comic book fan, you know, I... I you know, <laughs> dwell dwell in that in the in the black dweeb world. I love it, and I and I take pride when we get moments because we don't get to do shit like this a lot, and it get well received. This first of all, the show's good, and I only watch one episode, and I can just feel what's about like all the shit's about to happen. What man, <laughs> y'all got me fucked up. Y'all don't think I'm about to be mentioning the show, posting the show, retweeting the show, all of that shit. Lovecraft. And speak country. of more random things, because you guys got a chance and I did not. I noticed mm. <laughs> while you're talking earlier that today is October 10th. That is Brett Favre's birthday. Speaking of sports, speaking of uh, Russell's prosody. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> what is Cody talking about? Get him out of here. <laughs> did you just say Brett Favre? Is that the? Is that like? Today's Brett Favre's birthday. October 10th, 1969. <laughs> 69. That's dope. He was born in 69. Damn, he was only born in 69. I thought he was older than that. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably be 72 next year. Right, on what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to um, get back to the, the shout-outs that we used to do. Um, it seemed like we haven't done that in quite a, quite a while. Um, so Collective this week, shop, Brownsville. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> But um, this this week I want to shout out um, this website and this mobile app. Um, it's uh, MKE Black, uh, mkeblack.org. Um, they have a great listing and directory of black businesses in Milwaukee, um, and it gives you um, individual categories such as like dining, self care, upcoming events, um, and it also gives you like um, a look into discovering the different black businesses in Milwaukee. Um, it's really dope, really well made. Go check them out. And then uh, next week or the next pod, I'll have uh, two specific ones that I'm going to shout out. And we are, go- we are. I'm sorry. We are going to post all of this to uh, the group. Um, I think all the stuff that we're talking yes, about sir. right now, we should put into the chat so that way we can get it on the group um, this week for them and stuff like that. Also, if we have it in the chat, I can hashtag it when we get it on Twitter, Woo, and I can check it out and also we'll have it hashtag so that people can click all this stuff that we're talking about and, you know, make for good, cool. like, marketing. Cool, cool. All right, so with that out of the way, let's talk about evolution for a minute. Um, and not the theory of evolution and Darwinism and the like, but like self-evolution, the difference between the current self, the past self, and even where we may be directing our future self. Um, as usual, YouTube and the different podcast apps have been in heavy rotation for me this week. 
that have been keeping me busy with just reevaluating things or better yet, like evaluating my current processes, um, celebrating the good and reforming the areas that I think need building. Um, at a point of tra uh, transparency, I've really been struggling recently with the three-legged stool of fitness, uh, sleep, diet, exercise. And when I say struggling, I mean not being disciplined at all. Um, so, <laughs> been there, been there. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, I haven't gained all the weight that I want back, but I did put some of it back on, and it's been affecting like other areas because, like, when when you um, are doing good in the area and then you suddenly fall off, you'll see that it kind of affects a lot of different areas and not just that single thing. Um, Is that like joints, like knees and ankles and stuff, or back? Well, not, not that necessarily just this? physical, but like also a mental place. Like, man, I'm really not doing this. And then, like, mm. the more you kind of decrease or increase the self, the negative self talk, you'll see that it affects other areas of your life. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, you know, I haven't really felt like writing much. I haven't felt like, felt like listening to music much. Um, I haven't felt like reading. Um, I find myself disappearing back into old comforts and isolating habits instead of pushing against the grain. Uh, you know, the usual circle cycle stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shout out TS, man. I think it's... <laughs> hey, I was with hey. him when I was editing the pod. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? He said the same thing. What are you... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Go on. And there's still a lot of stuff going on in the world that's honestly terrifying and shocking um, because it's so readily available and so concurrent. <laughs> Um, it has a potential to numb us from the severity and the abnormal situations we continue to see. And I mean abnormal as in this should not be the routine for us. Um, the abhorrent behavior, the brutal killings, the racist and evil people-hating waves, that should not be the norm. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah, for Brutal sure. killings as opposed to the nicer, polite killings. Like, yeah, like the mm -hmm. one where you pick a flower, that's, you know... Um, <laughs> gentlemen assassinations. <laughs> um, but no, I get what you're saying. Like it's, it, it, I've kind of been in the same. Like I keep, yeah, I keep trying to be better at you know like working out and and you know going you know eating better and things of that nature. And I was trying to you know the top of this year, I had gotten you know better at it. Um, then I fell off for a just a couple of weeks. See, it's weird to think that I fell off for a couple of weeks and that was long to me and I'm like, I wanted to get back into it and then all the shit closed down. Like a couple of weeks of not going to the gym, like three weeks of not going to the gym and I was upset with myself. And I was like, you know, need to get back into it. And I, you know, like two months, two or three months ago, I, you know, I started like bike riding a little bit more and, um, you know, we would like bike riding like every other day, um, you know, and um, just trying to get out more a little bit and, Right. I feel like you take two, you take one step forward, and sometimes you take two steps back, and it's like it's really. Um, we go together because I just attract, and you know. I'm just like a cat. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that, but I didn't know if anyone would get that reference. <laughs> um, I just um, all of it is all of this is is harder because of what should be going got going on in the world and all the other shit. You just I don't know. You just lose motivation for a lot of shit. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I try not to make an excuse, making an excuse, but it's definitely something that I could feel. You know, I relate to you on. Um, I see myself to in make you it, pause. <laughs> <laughs> to make it even more Whoa. circles and cycles, um, 
you know, we always say excuses and, and reasons. They're kind of the, the, the two sides of the same coin uh, because a lot of our reasons are excuses, even though they may be good reasons. There's still excuses for not doing what we would rather be doing or we feel like we should be doing. Yeah, man. You're right. You're right. And that's, I think that is a bigger thing to try to overcome than anything else. It's kind of, you know, trying to get a, you know, if you, if my goal is to be saving money and, you know, I'm wasting it in in other places I shouldn't be wasting it in, I'm never going to be able to save money. And yeah. I can make an excuse like, well, this week was hard or this week was, or, you know, this week I just forgot or whatever. But, like, if I'm going to be serious about something, that should be at the top of my list. It's to like, okay, well, you're getting paid, so make sure you take, you know, 200 or whatever and put it in, in this account for that particular thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, right. and I think it, it sucks because we are going through stuff, but I think we need to use this time as to, to still focus in on making things a habit, you know what I'm saying? It only right. takes 21 days to create it, and I think we spent a lot of time. I know I spent a lot of time this year um, breaking habits when I could have easily chimed in for 21 days and made done something every day and made it a thing. That 21, I 21. Right. Ooh, speaking uh, of, speaking of, 21, yeah. Um, it depends on who you read, because some say 21, some say 30, some say 40. So really, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, there goes my theory. Okay. <laughs> I think it really depends on if it's something that we find easily compatible to our lifestyle versus something that is really a lifestyle change, um, I think that's where the difference kind of happens because if it's something that uh, comes natural to us, it'll be more easy to implement into our lifestyle and hence the 21 days. Um, But if it's something that's more difficult that we struggle with because we have other habits in place, um, then I think it, it would take that much longer to discipline ourselves to do that because I think that's the main thing that you, you really need to focus on is a discipline because the motivation runs out. Um, the reasons why we do things sometimes don't push us to do what we want to do or what we should do. And sometimes opportunity allows us to be distracted long enough to fall off of that routine. Um, the routine won't help you. You have to be disciplined to do it. You have to push and force yourself to do it because you know on the other side is a better way, is a better lifestyle is health is whatever it is that you originally were working for the discipline has to push you and carry you to that right and not you know not to try to throw you on the spot there a million but um have you ever like had some of some things where you like really wanted to be dedicated to or like do you have any methods of how you you know like stay stay down with something like i'm just for example this could be this could maybe speak to like how you no do. i'm all trash <laughs> 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 First of all, that well, million actually, was I can relate to everything though, but I can relate to everything that was just talking about, especially with like, you know, thinking negative because actually I, I haven't really been motivated with music or battle and I've been trying to find the motivation to actually write. And and I think it's, it's all within me because I've been like, no, nah, that shit trash. I don't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, that, that shit's not hard enough. I don't like that shit. That shit trash. Yeah. I've been doing it to myself and I can relate to you on working out because I've been trying to stop smoking cigarettes and so to to not smoke cigarettes I was trying to do some push-ups and lift some weights and shit but then I fell off and started back smoking cigarettes so I feel so I I understand (laughs) and I I was just thinking because you know it takes discipline to do things like the battle rap and shit like that but I think um, 
even all those things, even the things that we find comfort in, you know, in the music or, you know, um, for you, like Cody and you, you and Russell, you know, singing and playing instruments and things of that nature that you guys are, you know, good at and, you know, y'all find comfort in, you know, doing those things or just even like pleasure in like writing a song. I mean, I just remember being in the studio with Cody eyes and his eyes lighting up and we would like come up with little shit. We were only in the studio what, a couple times together and every time Cody was so excited be just to just to do it and it lets me know like that's his that's his thing you know and mm-hmm. I, and I think you know a lot of times we we it might find it easier to do some but even the things that we value that are to keep us in a good mood and keep our spirits high and keep us wanting to push forward to something even those things we falter on even those things we fall back you know it's not even just the hard things and I that's where I battle with it sometimes like you know I want to be getting back into music and shit I'm still you know young and handsome and shit i could still be i could still be doing this shit for at least another three years um but no but but like uh but like you know sometimes i'm just like damn will i be able to will i be (laughs) will i be able to keep up with the young kid with the young kids you know you all have all these like self-doubting things and it's just like i often wonder how all of us how all of us deal with that you know because we can be great at something russell you could be good at computers and doing it and even you might be like damn is this gonna this program gonna be grabbed. One of the ways, right? One of the ways you deal with that though is you need people like Cody around because you need that energy. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're ever in the studio only once or twice, but that experience, like that energy should have rubbed off when you seeing him that excited and that amped would have just charged me up to mm-hmm. record. Like you know when we be in the in the booth because when we be recording and shit that we be right and we be coming up with hooks and shit and we be flowing and shit and we be feeling the beat and shit that energy yo I just feed off your energy and like seeing you get excited and amped about a track it makes me want to go in the booth and smash the shit you know what I'm saying so you you need people like that around to help like like, you know what I'm saying for example if if we talking like you know going to the gym and shit like maybe if we got up at schedule like every Saturday we'll go hit you know YMCA and and work out and shit maybe that'll motivate us you know to stay on it routinely you know what I mean right right for an example and that's and that's the funny thing is because that's how that's how I shout out to TS who's not here that's how me and TS called each other (laughs) up one day and we were in like last October and we were like we're sick of gaining weight and shit like that and he was like okay well I'm gonna stick on it and he's he's when we said it he stuck to it and then he started pulling me into the gym and I was in the gym like three months straight with TS um right you know, started losing weight, started building muscle. I'd never seen my arms get that. I'd never seen my arms look like that. I was like, what the fuck is this? Is, did, I just pick, did I just pick this up and carry this without breathing hard? What the fuck? He just thought he was Hulk Hogan in that motherfucking 24 inch butt. And then, you know, it's crazy. He's got a doctor's appointment. Like, Doc, I don't know what's wrong with my arm. Oh, right. That's called muscle. Right. Dude, you know what about those? What's crazy is unnatural gross. Right. TS, it, it is, that is crazy. Energies. Are important because TS, when I would come around, we were in the gym, he would he'd be like, bro, he's like, your chest, your arms getting, he's like, I see you, bro. He's like, nah, I gotta stop. Like, and 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 I and I for a long time was the energy person. And yeah, I TS feel, is a really good liar. Uh, <laughs> that hey, no cap, he is low key shit. My shit was flabby as fuck. Ah, goddamn it. Nah, um like, I barely see that mac and cheese you ate this morning. Wait. <laughs> I um I used to be the energy. I feel like I was one of the energy givers, and I've just it's been hard for me to keep my own energy up as of late, man. And I don't know if it's the it's the world. I don't know what's going on, but it just feels like a lot of shit. You know, no excuse. I don't want to make this an excuse. It is an excuse, but it's not not an excuse at the same time. I just feel like there's a lot of heavy shit going on, and I'm just so 
I don't know. I don't. I be feeling Dumb. off. I be feeling off. Like with Dumb. everything going on. Dumb like what Russ oh, was talking about. Chris, no. Yeah. 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 Hmm. You know, I dig it. I think I feel the same way about writing, music, and and for battle. I wasn't even motivated for my title defense when I still run. You couldn't even tell in in, in the round, but I wasn't motivated. <laughs> like I wasn't motivated at all, and I and I thought he was actually going to win, you know. And I I try to do things to 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 you know right. put myself in the mode. Like I watch battle rap, I watch the smack. You are, you know, I go watch my old battles, and you know I just watch a lot of battle rap. Period to try to you know get the creative juices flowing on some bars and shit. And sometimes it's just not not there. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm gonna go study now. Turns on wilding out. That's right. Type shit. <laughs> Type shit though. Like for real though. Yeah. Like for I mean, real. You, you gotta consider all sources, man. Especially if, yeah. if you're writing. Um, the, yeah. the struggle that I have because I'm more poetry than like rap. Yeah. Um, right. Is finding sources for things like finding where your muse is and yeah. it can so come crates. from the most um, obvious places and it can come from some hidden places that you would not have expected and it caught you off guard. And if you're not ready for the opportunity, you might miss it and let it slip through your fingers. So not only do you got to like be open to things coming into your mind and, and give you that inspiration, but then you also got to have a way to remember or write it down. So Right. Dog, you know, it's crazy, Russ. Um, speaking of the, of the poetry thing, do you ever feel like as a, as a writer that you will potentially run out of stuff to write about? Cause I, I felt that, yeah. From uh from the music aspect, and also when I was, sometimes I write poetry. Poetry only happens for me when it's more like of a love thing. When it's it's easier to kind of communicate or to like say a lot of shit through poetry when it's yeah. about like some. Ooh, she didn't put that poo on him. Look, look, look She's <laughs> writing poetry. Ooh. Friend of mine, when I was uh, really writing heavy, he was like, "Yo, you gotta learn to not." just draw from your emotions because they're easy to tap into but they're also easy to drain you. Um, love, um, anger, sadness, loneliness, um, happiness, those are easy to write about because one, they're something most everybody can relate to and two, the words seem to come straight from our emotions so it just leaks on the, to the page as, as, as uh, people often say. Um, but being able to write and just think about something that you write about it to describe it in detail if necessary or to find things that rhyme with what you're trying to do and be co uh, coherent, uh, coherent and have it cohesive is not the easiest thing to do. And a lot of times you do feel like, man, I just ain't got nothing today. And then it could be like, I ain't got nothing this week. I ain't got nothing this month. I ain't got nothing this year. And then something <laughs> randomly happens or you stumble upon some new source that helps you get back into that grain. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of times I feel like, yo, I, I, I ain't got nothing left or I just finished the piece and I'm like, yeah, that's it for me. That's, that's all I'm gonna be able to write. Um, but you can't honestly stay in that vein of thinking because I think if you do, then you'll find yourself not ever being able to write again. So once again, it's that, it's that, that discipline, uh, because the motivation may run out, the source of your inspiration may run out, but if you keep disciplining yourself to keep writing, no matter how trashed it is, no matter how, man, this sucks, they don't even rhyme, like, if you keep pushing, if you keep writing, you'll find that um, at a fundamental level that it's just something that you can do. Man. I also think that, like, I mean, you, motivation helps, like, you usually get that from other people, but sometimes you can find a way to motivate yourself. Like, mm -hmm. if you're um, trying to write music or something like that and you 
you're like in a rut or something like that, listening to certain artists or something like that to give you ideas and help motivate you, like, oh, I want to do this now kind of thing. You know what? You are actually very much so, um, very much so correct because when I was, uh, when I do be in like my little funks or whatever, you know, oftentimes I listen to Absol or Eminem when I'm like, okay, like if I know, like I need to like, like if somebody would be like, do a feature for me or something. I listen to like Young Dro if I'm trying to do a party track, I listen to like party tracks that turn me up like Young Dro, Shoulder Lean, shit like that. Or mm -hmm. if, if somebody wants me to, you know, to write, um, you know, something super lyrical or we on some like, you know, lyrical miracle type shit, I'll throw on some Eminem or throw on some Absol or, you know, something like that to, to try to like get my, you know, how I want to do something or like to get the juices flowing. But it's, it's really, it's hard because then you come off, um, it can be motivational, but also it can suck you into how another person does something. And then all of a sudden I feel like I'm writing, uh, like, like Eminem, you know what I'm saying? I'm writing, mm -hmm. it'll sound good if Marshall Mather said it, but it, when I get behind the booth, I'm like, well, why the fuck are you screaming fuck in the mic like that? <laughs> <laughs> and because it rhymes with duck. <laughs> right. Not only that, but if, if you, and, and so I guess I'm my, my, my way See. of thinking is always different. Um, but if you uh, if you find that you're writing like oh, somebody and it's like, yo, um, this isn't my style, but this would be good for such and such, such and such, um, I would try and find a way to sell it. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> sell it to somebody, yo. Listen, uh, this sounds like this. I think this would be good with your uh, your cadence and your your flow. What's happening? Right. Damn. Give me writer's credit or something. Right, all right. Just so I can get a little, just a little, little piece, little nip of loyalty, of uh, royalties. Yeah, I mean that's kind of my my mindset through this this week. Like you know what I'm saying, like you know dealing with the different thoughts and and you know, I don't want to write this, I don't want to listen to this, but my mind is always moving to like how could I be better? How can I? What what can I incorporate in my life to make it better? Um, some things that I'm not doing what can learn to just. Just for not just for learning's sake, but to improve my current um, life and lifestyle, the way I'm living, uh, which is why I say reevaluating my current processes or looking at what the opportunities are, not just uh, oh, I fail here, I fail there. Um, one of the things I wrote in, in my book, and I, I believe y'all, well, mostly y'all read part of it, is that um, nobody remembers the try. Um, they'll most definitely remember the fail. Some might even remember the success, depending on how great the success is but only you really remember the try. Um, you learn more from the failure. Um, the success allows you to climb, but the try is what we often fail to focus on um, because it's not the making of whatever we're trying to make. It's the method. And one YouTuber said that too many people are focused on, hey, yo, teach me how to make more money. Teach me how to um, 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 get rich instead of, yo, teach me how to make better content. Teach me how to make it marketable. Teach me how to make myself marketable. How do I fit yeah. it to the market? And then how do I change this to have the market fit me? Um, it's all about the mindset. It's all about the way you're directing your thinking. And I think that also comes with the motivation and the, dis and the discipline piece as well that people don't readily buy into now. Mm, 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 mm. And that's, that's real talk right there. It, it, uh, mindset. It's always 
mental first, like mental over physical. Like you can think your way into anything great, man. You just got to like put yourself in that, like you said, man. It's your mind, man. You got to put yourself in the in the thought process of I will succeed. This will be successful. This like we we've all sat here and spoke about how our mind is what stops us from moving forward or pursuing things that we like to pursue, whether it be the battling or me writing or us getting in the studio or Russ, you with the poetry and, and just any anything, you know, that we want to be greater at or that we enjoy, our mind will even take away, you know, our mind not being in balance or in tune with that will even take away the urge to do the great things that we love, not just the things that are hard, but the things that we love. And that is gruesome man that's that's when you really that's what makes me my own worst enemy i am my own worst enemy because i spend so much time critiquing my own shit that before anybody else has a chance to pick it apart i didn't already did it (laughs) right you know what i'm saying and now start talking myself well not good enough because that last battle rap i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and i look at that shit like no that shit wasn't fire or that shit was too fire i don't know if i can top that (laughs) because each one got to be better (laughs) than the last there's 11 I out of 10. Like, because each one got to be better than the last. Especially <laughs> now, me as champ, every round, every battle got to be better than my last one. Right. I got to top right. that, that last one. You know what I'm saying? And I feel, I've always felt that way about music as well. Like, yep. that, that my drive. next verse got to be better than the last one. You know what I'm saying? Just, just yeah. make sure it's a drive that, you know, fuels you fuels your fire and motivates you and not like a negative, like just down yeah. on yourself, you know? Right. Yeah. I've been trying to find that motivation again. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Cuz said, I used to listen to artists Eminem, DMX to get in my mode. You know what I'm saying? But now, so here's here's some because I'm kind of different. I was like that. I'm glad I don't. (laughs) I'm not as harsh on myself or like in a negative way anymore. Um, But like for work, I have to um, keep up with a certain amount of numbers and a certain time period and this and that. You know, quotas. And I was down on myself lately, like, oh, but, and I'm, I'm like, yesterday's numbers were not good. I'm really down on myself in that. I want today's to be better, but I'm still, like, down on myself for yesterday. I'm like, and then it just popped in my head, like, sports, because I always analyze, or, uh, you know, the, the, what's the word? Not metaphor. Uh, analogy? There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, they, they don't go, like, they always say, like, we're just taking one game at a time. We're going to focus on this next game. Like, we're just talking this one. So I'm like, I'm going to focus on this work day. I'm not thinking about yesterday. I'm not thinking about tomorrow. Just this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The past is a struggle. The future is a struggle. The present is where you want to be. Um, there's a quote that um, this, uh, this again, YouTubers, they be, they're killing me with these quotes. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was said that um, a millionaire seems off to someone who's never seen a million. Um and they went on to say that, but the person never takes the time to figure out why. Um, there is something about the process in order to create wealth and to um, create self, self, um, um, self. I guess self wealth is, is a good good term to, or a phrase to to coin here. Um, that others outside of the realm or those who don't or aren't at the same level it seems like, man, there's something off about that person, there's something, something weird about that person um, when we don't have the same experience that they do. Um, and instead of trying to understand it, we usually ostracize them or... They say that's weird push them because away. they don't like yeah. familiarity. Yeah. Well, I mean... And you're not going to know something new if you don't like experience right. it. The funny thing about that is that it's crazy that we say somebody's weird mm-hmm. uh, when we're trying to get to where they are it's, it's it's funny to me because 
um, familiarity should be the thing that's weird. Like, man, I feel way too comfortable here. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that should be the weird thing. Um, there's something that we should find comfort in and should take comfort in. Um, but I, I really am an advocate for um, pushing for better and, and doing better. Um, not only that, but showing the people around you, yo, it can be better if you do this. But you can only do that for people who actually want to do better or who see you and be like, yo, what, how you doing that? You know, let me, you know what I'm saying? You can't teach somebody who doesn't want to be taught. Right, yeah, yeah. So, the last thing, I'll, I'll just leave y'all with this because um, I really want to hear y'all on this part. Um, and then I'll say my piece and then we'll, we'll kind of get out of here. Um, if you could speak to your younger self and give them some advice, what would you say or tell them? Shit, what age we talking? <laughs> right now, dude. Uh, <laughs> um, How you? Yeah, I'd say the age where, where you feel like, <laughs> well, the age where you feel like, man, it could have all been better if I knew this. Oh, shit. That I'd have to go back at about 15, 16, dude. Mm-hmm. And then tell me uh, not to fuck with that bitch. No, God. <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't like that, though, because... <laughs> no, but like, for real, though. You know, you, everything that you do, and, like, even if it's hard in life or mistakes or something like that, you obviously learn from. And I know we've talked about that before, too, but, like, we wouldn't be who we are today without what we went through. I honestly believe I would have been better. <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. No, for real. I mean, better. I so, would have been better. I, I would have went to the military like I was trying to do and everything. I'm telling you. That's what I would tell me, uh, among some other things, too. But continue. Right, so um, like there's a point in my life when I was out of, uh, and I just gotten out of college the first time. Didn't really graduate, but I got out of college. And yeah, I, I was just kind of just sitting, you know what I mean? Just sitting on some your desk? ideas um, in my room. Um, <laughs> sitting and and I had all these ideas and I was really like full of negative talk and in my head all the time and and really not doing anything and if I could speak to that that younger person I'd be like yo go for it go for the try um dude you're good enough you're dope you might even be more approachable lift your head up Smile more. Look, look around you, dude. Like there's so many things that you could um, you could do. So many places you could go if you just listen to your heart and apply logic to grasp what you desire with both hands. You'll achieve it. Talk to people. Ask all the questions. You don't know enough about nothing, anything, and everything. You have access to the world. So why are you content here at this couch, this bed, this block, this street, this city? Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I think that's solid. I, yeah, I've I, always been a firm, firm believer. Oh, sorry, my bad. No, go that's ahead. Me. Um, even if you're afraid to do something, whatever it is, do it and be afraid while you're doing it, but do it. Right, because then you get over the fear. Because like, oh, I did it. That didn't kill me. Like I thought it was. Gonna be. I didn't. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be, or it could have been as bad as I thought it was gonna be. But I'm still here. Because you can go through that, and that might be tough. But at least you did. But then you won't have to live life thinking what ifs. 
Yeah. You know what I always what I always said was the only thing I would tell my younger self, and I said I had this conversation I think with um I had this conversation with T S actually about four years ago. It's like which one of my Asian friends did I talk? Twenty sixteen. We had a we were, we were in a bar. We were in a bar. It was like we were like day drinking, and we were in a bar, and uh, he said, "What would you tell your old self?" And I said, "I would tell." Because for me, shit started to make sense in, in my head about, like, who I was and, like, how I wanted to be when I was, like, 19, 20. I spent my whole childhood, like, feeling like, um, you know, I don't know, just feeling feeling too white for the black people, too, feeling too black for the white people, that type of shit. Feeling like a, a, a dweeb, you know, just feeling like... But one of the reasons I'm just... Sorry, one of the reasons Jay Mills is my favorite cousin and all that shit is because I always look, looked up to him. You know, mm-hmm. he he was one of the few people who allowed me to uh, know that I could be you. be right. Like I could be a nerd, and I could still because I still liked rapping. I liked watching him rap. I like like participating when all my cousins and shit would freestyle. And I he was the one who was like, you could still do that shit because you could do that. You can you know do all the shit you want to do as long as you're doing you. And so it took me a, it took a while for that to like drive home. That was like 1920 when I really started rapping as Kingpins with with Nova, and we really started doing shows, and people would be like, "Damn, this," you know, we would be like top billing at shows and could put our own shit together. It was like really dope. And I always said what I would tell myself though, that I would go back to childhood McCoy, and I would just all, I wouldn't change anything, but I would tell him to just know that you are cool. It took me a long time. You know, like I don't give a shit about what a person thinks about me now. Y'all know I'm real. I'm real anti. You know, I don't care if niggas say gonna say we can we can real we can do whatever. But I know I'm real anti letting people's opinions or how they feel about me change me. And I would tell, yeah, like that, I would tell young me to find that mindset earlier on because other things might have, mm-hmm. um, I might have jumped out of my shell a couple years earlier. Other things might have materialized, and I might have done things a little bit differently or been confident enough to try different things type shit so i like that uh yeah. little time i got you uh like never gets embarrassed and it's like really entertaining to me because i'm one of the things that like a normal person would be embarrassed and just laughs and stuff like that and goes <laughs> along with it but i like i'm trying to tell him like you don't want to be normal it's not fun like be right. as weird as you can, be, please. Yeah. And I'm like showing him. I'm going out to get the mail what? with my shirt tucked into my shorts, hiked up to my chest. <laughs> Show him like you can be weird, man. Let's do this. Right. Yeah. All right. Be you. Be comfortable True. being you. Right. Um, that's what many um, kids are not taught. Um, and it's funny because like you know, I, I hate the education system honestly because um, I had the realization maybe five or ten years ago that um, it does not teach you how to um, do anything. It doesn't teach you how to learn. It doesn't teach you how to process. It teaches you how to memorize. And that's all it does. It teaches you, look, memorize this, memorize this, memorize this, memorize this. But it doesn't really teach you how to process any of that memorization. That's something you kind of have to learn on your own, which is, I think, a failure in our school system. But um, one of the things um, that they start teaching you in, like, very young in kindergarten stuff like that is how to love yourself and how to look at yourself and see everybody the same but that is lost once you get to the higher grades because yeah. they feel like it's not an important thing to reinforce into children who are learning to live with the changes that their bodies are doing 
Um, they're, they're getting taller. They, they're stretching out. Some are getting skinnier. Some are getting fatter. Um, you know, there are different ways that people are changing, and there's not enough in our school system, in my opinion, that is teaching them, yo, these changes aren't here. Yeah, they're normal. They teach you the science behind it, but they don't teach you, like, yo, it's okay to not feel okay. Uh, and you need to talk to somebody if you're not feeling okay. Yeah. It's okay to talk to somebody. It's okay to get that off your chest because if you continue to bottle that up because you may not have the perfect atmosphere at home to express that, um, you're, you're left with talking to yourself. And honestly, that, that self-talk, if not taught correctly, can be more detrimental uh, <laughs> than anything else because it, it stifles us, it holds us back, and it keeps us from really fulfilling all the things that we're capable of because we don't see our own potential. That's something that people see outside of us for some reason. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. <sighs> Definitely. But yeah, man. Um, that's really all I want to talk about today is that learning things in a proper manner because it seems that we're learning things backwards and that keeps us in kind of a downward spiral. Um, don't just learn the making part. Learn the method. Don't just learn um, the memorization, but actually take the time to learn. How? And to implement and to incorporate. Yeah. Um, to try. I, I like that. Right. To try. Right. Everybody remembers to try. To try. Right. Because the trying is what got me there. And after try, after try, after try. Yeah. And right. Nobody tried, saw that shit. And, <laughs> you tried and mm-hmm. you failed. I had a teacher. You learned. You tried. You failed and you learned. And then you right. automatically, you know, you, you, right. you, you succeeded after a while. And then after that success, you had to try again. So, you know what I'm right. saying? This is a continual yeah. cycle. Yeah. I had a teacher, though, that said, uh, try not, do or do not. There is no try. Yeah. His name is Professor yeah. Yoda. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, damn, this motherfucker's a bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <All right. laughs> mm. Yeah. But if you if you do the try, it's it's all about the attempt. Because you, if you do, you are going to either fail or succeed. And then if you do fail, learn. Right. Because that's what some people don't do. They fail and then they stay in the wallow. Um, instead of, okay, yeah. This didn't work because this. Let me look over this process. Oh, I could, you know, and then that's when the learning process is it, it begins. So yeah, don't be afraid to 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 try. Don't be afraid to fail. Um, none of us are afraid to succeed. So why shouldn't we be afraid of the other process? Thanks. All right. All right. Thanks. All right. Let's go story of the week. Yeah. Story of the week. All right. So. okay um low adding okay tennessee man 34 tried to resurrect oh wait should i okay no 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 no. i didn't say anything (laughs) hold on let me i gotta i want to think of a good transition we were just talking about trying okay here we go i gotta get my ts head on my fedora my all right um speaking of trying this tennessee man tried to resurrect his grandmother who died in 2000 or yeah 2012 um however he caused roughly thirty thousand dollars of damage at the cemetery by breaking headstones and digging holes and i think the funniest part is that <laughs> the police were called and received a call at 2 30 p.m on monday about extensive vandalism <laughs> like 2 30 in the daytimes 
on a Monday. In the daytimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he tried to resurrect. Like he was gonna just dig her up and then do what? Resurrect her. It doesn't. Right. Like know, on some, on some, say, on some child's play what type shit. No, this nigga prepared this in alchemy. What right. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> After eight years, he's like, you know, I got to do this. I got it down. Pack now. <laughs> what the fuck, dog? <laughs> that whole story stink. Like that right, shit. Yeah, well, literally. Over literally. Here. That shit funky. <laughs> that shit stink. That whole shit. That whole shit funky is a motherfucker. <laughs> Just like the grave. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. He smelled like that shit still. <laughs> oh my so, God. does it say, I want to know, how is he going to resurrect grandma? He don't know. Those know. <laughs> was it a pet cemetery? <laughs> oh, Somewhere we don't come know. Back, about come back mad as, bitch, like... mad as a bitch. Mad as a bitch. I was grandma. mad at that. Like... Right. right. For no reason. Oh my He's God. He's touching shit. Right. He did, you know, he did get arrested. Hopefully, uh, yeah, yeah, for the, but not for resurrecting <laughs> his grandma. He got that, like, like vandalism and shit. <laughs> yeah, at first they were calculating damages between roughly ten thousand dollars and sixty thousand dollars. I'm like, that's a whole car in between there. What do you, what do you mean, roughly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, car got parked. I can get a few of them. What do you? Is the old guy? Uh, how much damage between a little and a lot right okay. all of it and none they bogus as hell <laughs> he must have kicked over a whole lot of shit because he couldn't find it <laughs> where the hell is grandma <laughs> <laughs> oh um yeah that was it yeah so uh let me go to I guess Snapple facts uh, your spectrum code. Oh, no, that's not Snapple. Here we go. Um, Mongolians invented lemonade around 1299 AD. Not Anthony <laughs> Davis. They invented what? Lemonade. So it's, uh, they take it? like lemon juice and oh. water and sugar. Oh my God, that sounds and, amazing. Yeah. Really? Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, uh, that has been a uh, random fact of the day. Right. This has been a <laughs> episode uh, 81 of Not Politically Correct. We are short the homie TS. He's out today, but we have gained another homie with oh. J Million uh, coming. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, coming into the group. At... This is episode yeah, 81. Right. <laughs> so uh, it's your boy McCoy, aka Mr. What to Do, aka Young Splash God. Um, you can find me, find me on uh, Twitter at Rumacoy KPZ and on Snapchat at uh, Rumacoy uh, Riggy Rebel. Uh, Cody. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Cody. Need <laughs> recording everything. Boing. Mario jump. And uh, our special guest. Yeah, it's your boy, J Million, whole damn show. Illus in the game. Six million dollar man, double O ghetto D, motherfucking live wire, fifty one fifty champion. Uh check me out on YouTube. Uh, all right, all settle down with all, all that social now. media shit. <laughs> <laughs> J Million versus Livewire, all that good shit. Um 
screw you, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> screw you, I'm going home. But on that note, <laughs> screw you, gang. gang.